Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Goodwill Meditation Group webinar. Today is Wednesday, March 31st, and we are so glad to have all of you here today joining with us in meditation and discussion on our theme, which is making global goodwill a local reality. We meet here today and really every month this webinar meets to take part in a group meditation on goodwill and to discuss topics related to the theme of goodwill as it is expressed through human thinking, through human living and through human relationships. As many of us know, goodwill is a living energy. It is alive in the present. It is an expression of that life which animates all things through the indomitable power of love. Goodwill really is the principle of love as it is expressed intelligently to bring about right human relationship and really relationship with all kingdoms in nature. Goodwill affirms the inherent goodness of our human nature. It's a demonstration that humanity is essentially divine and so in its very essence is allied with that which is good. Goodwill is also a, a bridging energy that establishes relationship between those things which are separated, those who are separated by the many prejudices and ideologies which are today very present within the collective human mind. And as I said, we are very glad to have your participation in this work here today. This Goodwill Meditation Group actually does meet every Wednesday at noon in your local time zone. We are foremost a subjective group and the members join together weekly to meditate either on their own in the privacy of their own homes or sometimes joining together in small groups in their local community. This webinar meets on the last Wednesday of each month and seeks to support the work of the weekly group by introducing new members to the work and also being a forum for discussion. I'm here today with uh, my colleague Dominic Dibble from the London World Goodwill Office and also Jenny DeAngelis, who will be giving a presentation um, on a goodwill group that she started in her local area in Connecticut. So before we proceed any further, let us join together in a moment of silence, sound followed by the sounding of the mantra of the new group of world servers. We can keep in mind that this mantra is really an affirmation of our group purpose and is a potent way of orienting our minds towards the work which we undertake here today. May the power of the one life pour through the group of all true servers. May the love 
of the one soul characterize the lives of all who seek to aid the great ones. May we fulfill our part in the one work through self-forgetfulness, harmlessness, and right speech. So we meet here today just four days after the Aries full moon, and we definitely are still under the influence of these potent energies. The Aries full moon marks the first of the three spiritual festivals, which constitute the higher interlude of the spiritual year. During this time, the door between the world of appearances, which is the world of form, and the world of spiritual reality stands wide open. Energies of a very elevated nature are made available for use um, through this planetary alignment. These energies are definitely cosmic in nature and really in one sense beyond our comprehension, um, but they directly affect our planetary life and especially humanity. For humanity stands today at a very unique point in its spiritual evolution. Today, the consciousness of humanity is being rapidly elevated onto the mental plane where the soul resides. This soul is the true self, the group conscious self, which is concerned foremost with the part that it has to play in the, in the spiritual evolution of the group life of the whole. It is, upon, it is within the mind, what we say upon the mental plane, that the creative and initiatory energies of Aries find their fullest expression. Aries is the birthplace of ideas. And upon these ideas, we are told that the tide of the new life sweeps into human consciousness. This energy greatly aids humanity to prepare for what esotericism calls the second birth, or the birth of the Christ within the heart. This is really the awakening of humanity as a whole to its spiritual nature. And this in turn, will, when it occurs, will bring about a great restoration and renewal of human culture, be the beginning of a new paradigm of human civilization, of human thinking, and of human living. Aries is the sign through which the, what we call the first ray of power reaches our planetary life. This ray is the ray of divine will or purpose, the life aspect. This is the energy of pure spirit, which underlies the entire evolutionary process, gives it impulse and direction. This energy, this energy we also refer to as the will to good. And this will to good is the higher correspondence of goodwill as it works out in human living and human relationships. The stimulation of the mind, which Aries stimulates, um, is one of the goals of the work of world goodwill. 
we know that this will to good, which underlies the evolution, the evolution of mankind, of humanity, must work out an intelligent and creative activity. And in doing so produces right relationship. World goodwill encourages reflective and meditation upon the causes which underlie world problems. And an intelligent apprehension of these problems by the worldwide group helps to throw light on these seemingly intractable problems. And it blazes a path towards their resolution. These world problems are fundamentally human problems and it is humanity's responsibility ultimately to solve them. And the, the point which I'd like to emphasize before we begin our meditation is that these higher resources are made available to us. And it is through meditation that we can take advantage of them. Starting really with the Aries full moon this past Sunday, really even the equinox, which was the lead up to that full moon, all the way until the solstice in May, spanning the next three full moons. Um, this is really a way of approach to these higher energies and all of our subjective work during this time, whether it's in the goodwill work or the triangles of the full moon work, which many of us also take part in, um, we really are offered a, a great opportunity and our participation and focus during this time in our meditation work allows us to really anchor these energies into human consciousness. And so let us, um, as we now move into our meditation, just to keep this in mind um, as we move forward. Let us link together in thought with all those people throughout the world who are working in this Goodwill Meditation Group.
Reflect upon the fact of relationship. You are related to your family, your community, your nation, the world of nations, the one humanity which is composed of all races and nations. We sound together the mantra of unification. The souls of all are one, and I am one with them. I seek to love, not hate. I seek to serve and not exact and do service. I seek to heal, not hurt. Let pain bring due reward of life and love. Let the soul control the outer form in life and all events and bring to light the love that underlies the happenings of the time. Let vision come and insight. Let the future stand revealed. Let inner union demonstrate and outer cleavages be gone. Let love prevail. Let all people love. Reflect upon your own and humanity's relationship with all those beings who dwell in the higher realms, the spiritual hierarchy of saints, rishis, bodhisattvas, and masters, which are honored by all the world's religions and spiritual groups.
Imagine that you are standing together within the center of the spiritual hierarchy, immersed in the consciousness of the heart of love. For some, this heart of love is known as the Christ. Other faiths have other names for the one at the center, such as Maitreya, the Imam Bhakti, and the Kalki Avatar. Maintaining that high point of contact, let your thoughts reach out to include all those in whom the energy of goodwill is active. Silently use the affirmation. 
in the center of all love I stand. From that center I, the soul, will outward move. From that center I, the one who serves, will work. May the love of the divine self be shed abroad in my heart, through my group, and throughout the world. Visualize the energy of love flowing from the hierarchy through the men and women of goodwill and into the hearts and minds of all people, fusing them with goodwill, creating loving and harmonious relationships. Meditate on ways of spreading goodwill and creating right human relationships and restoring peace on earth. Realize that you are helping to build a channel between the spiritual hierarchy and humanity through which the energy of goodwill may flow, uniting humanity, solving its problems, and healing all differences and cleavages.
linked in thought with men and women of goodwill all over the world, we sound together the great invocation. We sound it with deliberation, with full commitment to its meaning, knowing that we are radiating its potent energies to humanity. From the point of light within the mind of God, let light stream forth into human minds. Let light descend on earth. From the point of love within the heart of God, let love stream forth into human hearts. May the coming one return to earth. From the center where the will of God is known, let purpose guide all little human wills, the purpose which the masters know and serve. From the center which we call the human race, let the plan of love and light work out and may it seal the door where evil dwells. Let light and love and power restore the plan on earth. Thank you, everyone. I'd like to invite um, Jenny to unmute yourself. And um, Jenny will be speaking today about um, a goodwill group that she created in Connecticut. Jenny, are you there? I'm here, Michael, and what a wonderful meditation. Thank you, Jenny. I'm looking forward to hearing you speak. Thank you for being here today. Blessings and namaste to everyone. And thank you for this opportunity to discuss the future. When World Goodwill was founded in the last century, its intention was clear to improve human relationships throughout the world by mobilizing the constructive power of goodwill to solve humanity's problems. 
straightforward, and an example of loving energy following lighted thought. At the heart of every spiritual group is a core creative force, a galvanizing timeless ideal which weaves the group together into one vitally alive holistic force and permeates the very essence of each and every member. In our global group, this focused ideal is quite simple. Goodwill is love in action. It is the action part we are going to explore today. Within every human soul lies a spark of divinity, whether expressed outwardly or submerged in a state of dormancy. This spark lives on and can be invoked as living practical goodwill through the human power of imagination. This capacity to imagine is our common and shared birthright. This lighted impetus of creative thought is the potency underlying the powerful forces of progressive change which have moved humanity forward throughout the centuries. As sentient beings, we each possess the ideal interior architecture to develop our imaginative skills designed to awaken us to higher realities of spiritualized livingness. We are genetically equipped to unleash a treasure trove of spiritualized insights and right actions for the benefit and upliftment of the whole of life. It begins within every living consciousness, the birthplace of imagination. All of the many remarkable possibilities of a human life are first imagined and born here. Education, marriage, children, career track, artistic endeavors, community action, global involvement. Within this living consciousness of infinite possibilities, we find purpose, direction, and a willingness to consider. For just a moment, let us consider. To consider is to imagine. Imagine a global belief system in which the ideation of the I simply serves as the gateway into union with the we. Imagine a world where sacrifice is collectively perceived as the profound making sacred of life and a time wherein service rendered to others becomes the highest measure of human integrity. Imagine a future planetary narrative in which people doing right is universally understood as more meaningful than the antiquated notion of being right. Imagine a global governance system where mindful duty to the whole of life is based upon a principle of cherishing and sharing all of life's natural resources, where excessive materialism is repudiated and simplicity is valued, where the scourge of separatism vanishes, 
and the healing power of forgiveness is free to blossom in daylight. Imagine light in its purest form as the infinite canvas of God's mind and love in its totality as the rhythmic pulsation of God's heart. Imagine all this and the global embodiment of goodwill will become known as the spiritualization of human thought and endeavor, unified good and inclusive will. This is the yet to be realized goal of world goodwill to serve as a living global organism, a brilliant beacon exemplifying the essentialness and universality of goodwill within each living human spirit. On our planet of 7.9 billion human souls, wherein barely 40% actually practice their faith, where traditional organized religions fail to unify, where new age groups often falter through personalization, and where the clarion call of the occult path reaches too few, humanity's overwhelming need for healing, purpose, and direction is calling out. For world goodwill to truly fulfill this enormously far-reaching destiny as the living connective tissue bringing together all peoples and all cultures throughout the continents, it must become a recognized, welcoming, wide avenue of healing in all countries, cities, and villages around the planet by being physically anchored within local communities in needed and tangible ways where it can freely express itself as unified good and inclusive will for the benefit of everyone. This is the practical application of the abstract concept, will to good. This then becomes the evolving human framework of a growing global subjective life force. The future calls upon each of us, all of us, to become within our own lives, working ambassadors of loving light through taking the right action of living goodwill. In the meditative work we just shared, we began with the fact of relationships and the mantra of unification, a timeless statement of divinity's plan for mankind. And we concluded with the great invocation a universal prayer which creates a protective channel for the downpouring of light and love into the weary body of humanity. In the middle of our work stands stage four, which simply asks each of us to deeply ponder ways of spreading goodwill. Being one tiny spark within a huge and pulsating living flame, this request to ponder can often seem quite daunting. 
Yet throughout the world's spiritual teachings, we are gently reminded to keep on keeping on. There is a sublime quote by an unknown author which captures the commonality and the eternalness of our shared journey. Quote, God is a circle whose center is everywhere and whose circumference is nowhere, end quote. Translation, the locus of transformative change exists right where we each live. Setting aside the case to be made that we actually live inside ourselves, how do we create practical expressions of goodwill outside? within our own local communities? And if not now, when? In the annals of evolutionary time, the entirety of a single life is realized as a short passage on a page in a chapter of a great unfinished book. And in the eyes of pure soul, there is only love. So bathed in love and recognizing the time as now, the pointed words of Yogananda will serve as our guidepost as we journey into this great vast middle where most people live. Look around our world in the midst of this raging pandemic, economic fragility, social vulnerabilities and recurring natural disasters. And I quote his words, quote, the season of failure is the best time for sowing seeds of success, end quote. I live in America in a small postage stamp size state, Connecticut, and decided to begin a local goodwill group in support of the larger work conducted by World Goodwill. I began by forgetting everything that I knew and instead listened. When we really listen, we hear the heartbeat of need and we begin to understand the value of translation. It quickly became apparent that none had heard of the work of goodwill, nor were many familiar with meditation as a daily discipline and the idea of the hierarchy was an alien concept. After visiting town libraries, yoga workshops, senior centers, and local community facilities throughout the lower Connecticut area, the recurring lines of need became obvious. Anything that was non-dogmatic, generic, applicable to all, life-affirming, and calming in this era of stress would be considered. Sounds like an earthbound definition of etheric goodwill, doesn't it? Initially, I chose the Stanford Senior Center because it's located downtown in the government building, which means lots of potential participants in the surrounding offices. Also, this particular center is a nonprofit governed by a board of directors, whereas many of the centers are owned and operated by the local municipalities 
which means additional red tape. After delivering an introductory presentation, I got the approval to begin a weekly World Goodwill meditation group for the seniors at the center. Without the help of the executive director and the support from the New York offices of Lucius Trust, none of this would have been possible. We had a platform, I served as facilitator, and the weekly format closely followed our sister group, Triangles. A brief talk, visualization, the goodwill meditation, and discussion afterwards. Then the world fell apart when the coronavirus hit. So we went to Zoom. Then last fall, it was time to expand. The executive director at Stanford gathered together all of the executive directors in all of the senior centers in Fairfield County. And I gave an, a presentation on how impactful and beneficial goodwill could be within their respective centers and local communities. After taking a vote, a second group was born. In the months ahead, as we all gain more freedom of movement and our social structures open up once again, I hope to host the senior group at the downtown center and open it up to others in the building. Perhaps start a third younger group and eventually blend the mix of generational influences into one larger lighted group of goodwill energies. What I have learned is the value of humor and the importance of translation. We all use and hear words differently. So by listening to each other, we can walk together on common ground through common sense, the spiritual sense of unity, which we all have in common. Thank you, and I hope that this presentation motivates some of you to imagine local goodwill groups within your own communities and that you channel that imaginative idea into practical realities. Well, hello, Ginny. Hi, Dominic. Um, that was wonderful. Um, some really beautiful thoughts in there. I was I was making a couple of notes as 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 you were going through. Just uh, I wanted to pick up on in the discussion. Um, but before I do that, I'm just going to remind everyone that. <clears throat> Oh, here we go. Somebody's already asked a question in the chat, um, which is from Kit Flourish. Do you use the Goodwill meditation that we did today in your Connecticut group? 
Exactly. Okay. There's your answer, Kit. <clears throat> um, and uh, just to remind everyone else, everyone as well, that if you, if you want to put your hand up and say something, you can do that. Um, uh, sometimes that sends in the in the participants list. If you look at participants, and sometimes it's also there's a there's a reaction thing. You can I think it, it varies from different Zoom apps that you're using. So if anyone wants to join the discussion, please do. Ah, here's John Horan is stepping up to the plate right away. Uh, I'll ask you to unmute. John, do you want to unmute yourself? Oh, thank you. I just wanted to thank you for such an eminently practical method of doing this. You're exactly right. Sometimes we think of ourselves as one small spark. How can we move this mighty mountain? But just these small steps, look around, find the easiest local civic center, a little time, a little patience, a little humor, this inspires me. I live in Washington, D.C., so I'm going to try and replicate something similar here. <laughs> Hi, John, and I think that is wonderful, and you have made my day. That was the whole point of the talk. You've made it all for us. Be practical. Live in the real world with the ideal in mind. Oh, well, could I clarify? The real world is the world of soul. We reside down here and our, what our job is through my eyes is to translate and find the practical application so that a secret vision I have about a soul-centric reality has a possibility of becoming real somewhere in the next couple of hundred years. Well, I think I think that's a wonderful way to start or talk with with a, a possibly a new group forming already. Uh, I've got a couple of questions from the chat. Uh, Wend Stewart has asked two questions, which I'll combine. Um, how long did the process take, and did you encounter any resistance? What a great question. Um, the process for me was a two-stepper. I tend to, when I get an idea, I tend to ponder it for a while. So I was busy writing articles and during that period I was pondering. And then I decided I didn't have a choice. I needed to take action from that point of action to getting the approval was just under a two month period. And then it took another 30, 45 days to do the preparation, the setup, the organization to get it up off the ground, advertising, promoting it, all of that work. Um, so relatively short once you take the action. And as far as resistance goes, this is where I think translation is one of the most valuable lessons. And what I mean by translation is because we all hear words differently, 
I'll give you an example. The, the word occult, I rarely use that term. Instead, mm -hmm. I speak of the ancient wisdoms and spiritual teachings. Mm -hmm. With regard to the Bailey books, if I do reference a quote of DK's or a passage from one of the Bailey books, I frame it within a long line of teachers. Everybody from Lavatsky to Corelli to the Christ to all the way back to the Buddha. So, and by positioning myself as a facilitator and not a teacher, I have a level playing field. We're all students, we're all teachers. So we're all in this mess together. We better start figuring out how to clean it up. So it's, uh, it's really in when you hear the need, being able to understand the priorities to the other, what they really need, not what I think they might need. Mm -hmm. It's, I think what you're describing, it reminds me of the Agni Yoga principle, by, that, by thy God. It's, you know, we speak in the terms and, and, the, and the, with, the, with the concepts that, that people are, are, are able to absorb, able to digest. That's, exactly. That is exactly <laughs> it in a nutshell, Dominic. And what happens is by allowing the listener to approach you, you become more approachable. So there's a communion of souls that's taking place mm -hmm. between you and what appear to be strangers, but they're really not strangers. If you think about it. <clears throat> that, that, <clears throat> that reminds me of the the Blavatsky quote, isn't it? Uh, there are no friends or enemies, only teachers. But I, th I thought it was very interesting that what you said about not not being not calling yourself a teacher, but being a facilitator, being somebody who's at this at the same level, who's working on the ground. You know, you're you're spreading goodwill horizontally, as it were. The will to good comes in vertically, and then it gets spread horizontally. If we want to be technical exactly. about it. Mm -hmm. You know, and by all of us beginning to develop these outposts mm -hmm. all over the world, think about those, connect all those dots of light. Think Indeed. about the possibilities. <clears throat> you know, in my imagination, one fine day, the United Nations General Assembly is going to open up with the goodwill meditation at their annual meeting. So the possibilities are only limited by what we can imagine and what we are willing to follow up on. You know, like John who said he lives in Washington DC and now he's going to take action. That's a joyful gift. Indeed. And I think what you're saying, we can indeed envision. I thought that the sequence of where you were saying, imagine, imagine, imagine. I thought that was beautiful. That was it was like a meditation in itself. That that sequence, and 
we can see already that, okay, well, maybe the UN isn't doing the goodwill meditation yet, but we can see where the principles of goodwill are being applied in, for example, the sustainable development goals and in some of the, some of the debates, some of the discussions. Sure, there are problems, but it's a human institution and we have to just take small steps each time, but keep 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 taking the steps, which I think is the the... The 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 message that you're you're conveying is uh, exactly, and the United Nations is a wonderful example because mm-hmm. it's a goldmine of talks. I'll give you an example. One talk I prepared was on the meditation room in the United Nations. Mm-hmm. Why? Because it's a wonderful way of legitimizing the practice of visualization and meditation for people who have not been exposed to it. Lovely. You know, it's, oh, if they're doing it at the UN, okay, maybe I'll try this. <laughs> um, another talk was on the SDGs because of that vital work that is taking place. Mm-hmm. You know, there, there are just a whole host of ways of taking the spiritual principles and framing them in a way that I could have a conversation with someone on a street corner and we would hear each other. Beautiful. Um, I mean, I did have a couple of questions, but I'm not, I'm not sure. Uh, I, want, I want to leave it off, open also to anyone else that wants to make a contribution just now. Um, but one thing I would I would say, as as I was saying, I, I found that sequence of the imagining very beautiful, um, and it, and it, it's interesting that you you focused on the power of the imagination and implementing goodwill, and because people I think the conventional idea of imagination is that it's 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 the hallmark of the individual pers- personality. It's quite personality focused, if you like, um, but. But do you have any specific thoughts um, on how we could nurture group imagination? That's a big question. I know I'm not. (laughs) I have an example of that. There you go. Mm -hmm. With not the senior group, but the ED group. Mm -hmm. This group of directors, by nature, they're all caregivers. So when they open their eyes in the morning, they're already focused on other. And for several weeks, I had been encouraging that each of them begin a daily morning meditative practice. Very short, you know, 10, 12 minutes, just something to get the rhythm going. And they were resistant to it because they don't have time for themselves. (laughs) So I came up with this idea. I used our sister group, the triangles that, that Kathy is fabulous at at running. And I did a presentation one, one week on triangles work and the value of triangles Mm. and how it's a sister group to the world goodwill group And gee whiz, if I could get all of you to break up into new triangles, then you're now helping two of your 
fellow professionals, as well as yourself, as mm -hmm. well as the larger group. Mm -hmm. And this way we could build a stronger group cohesion. They loved it. They all signed up for triangles. They do it and I check every week. Fantastic. So I check and they uh -huh. do it and they bring that rhythm of their morning triangles to the once a week world goodwill meeting. Mm -hmm. And I incorporated the triangles work into a new visualization before the goodwill meditation so that we could have the integration of the two and it worked. And that's an example of the group imagination strengthening and creating its own unique rhythm and cohesion. Mm. Does that answer your question? It, it certainly does. Yes, it's a, it's a lovely example. And I've just seen something in the chat. See, or somebody has said, uh, it's George McManara, McNamara has said, I also really, really liked your emergency. So would you mind if I borrow and or adapt it? I, I'm sorry, I didn't understand the question. Okay, he's he's saying that he re, he really really liked the um, the theories of imagines, and would would you mind if he borrows it or adapts it? For what purpose, and why why not create your own imaginings? Well, I mean, they, all these we all have imaginings. Mm -hmm. I'm only one voice at this particular moment, but. We all have a voice and it's the power of our own voice that we really need to call upon so that all the imaginings come out because quite frankly, mine can be improved upon. Well, I thought it was pretty darn good myself, but <laughs> I, I, I noticed that actually the talk is in the chat as well, if anyone wants to have a copy of the talk, because I, I think it is a very, uh, there, there are some very good, parts that people can focus on but but what we're focusing on just now is really talking about the practical applications of it um and you, you talked about the value of translation and i think you explained a little bit about that um how how long did the first group exist before the pandemic actually hit how long how long was it going for the senior group went from last winter through the summer into early fall. And we went on hiatus because with the senior group, it's a different age group. It's mm -hmm. different energies. It's a different sense to it. And I think what they really miss is the physical proximity, the being together in the same place where they can greet each other and share in the World Goodwill group as a, as a group rather than on Zoom. Um, and what I'm hoping is the senior centers in Connecticut are on track to be opening up the 1st of June. Mm -hmm. So this is why what I want to do is take the senior group there. The ED group, they're fabulous with Zoom. I mean, we meet at 7.50 in the morning because everyone's lives are so busy. So they're good with Zoom and I'm 
It's fine by me. Oh, somebody's put their hand up. Um, while I'm asking Ellen Levidi, um, I hope I pronounced it correctly, to unmute herself, I'll just quickly put one question in from the, the chat is, do you give the intro talk at each time or do you recruit others to give the talk sometimes? Well, so far I'm the one that's been doing the, the talks every week, but if someone is interested in being a guest speaker, email me, call me, I'm okay. wide open. There's there's a challenge for everybody if they want to be if they want to join in, <laughs> uh, we could you could have everyone focusing on Connecticut. <laughs> um, El Elena, you live. It's a beautiful state. El El Elena, do you do you want to ask a question? Yeah. Um, thank you, Dominic. What I wanted to say, Jenny, is that I am um, so moved about you naming translation. And uh, what arose for me as I, yeah, I'm listening to you and reading at the same time the, the document that was sent through is um, how to find the points of contact amongst all the different languages, cultures, races, traditions. Um, that's a question that lives with me and allow um, and I'll just tweak one word here, allow the communion um, of souls that you speak of um, in, in opening wide to embrace all, all those and move beyond those. So I just wanna offer that question that lives within me uh, as I, I hear you name translation. That is a wonderful, wonderful question. And I wanna thank you for bringing it up because this is what I'm talking about when I say that world goodwill really needs to become a very wide avenue so that all religions and all cultures can be embraced. And what I've noticed on this learning journey is Buddha's noble middle path. I keep myself very much centered on that path because I could be dealing with a, a group where there are five different cultures involved or there are four different religions involved or there are in, in some cases, different countries involved. So what I've tried to do is think of the principle of universality because the more we uh, on our spiritual journey can embrace that principle, then the more the loss of separateness and the infusion of universal love. So if we focus from a universal perspective, then immediately we can start identifying common elements. Example, someone in a Christian faith will say prayer. I will say mantra, but here's an exercise. 
take the Our Father, which most people know, put it next to the great invocation and ask yourself, what are the similarities and is there a progression from individual with our father to group prayer or mantra with the great invocation? I'll give you another example. You can do the same thing. Take the prayer of St. Francis of Assisi, which most people know. Put it right next to the mantra of unification and ask yourself the same exact questions. Are there similarities between this prayer, this mantra? Is there a, a evolutionary progression of humanity from the individual prayer to the group mantra? It's a very eye-opening exercise. I'll give you another example. When I started all this, this work, no, not very many people had ever been exposed to meditation. And I've been involved with Lucius Trust a very long time, seems like my, my whole life. Um, but I cannot use what I've been taught to teach a group that's never had any exposure. That would be such a, an ethical violation. And the first rule is do no harm. So I had to find a way to take the concept of meditation, the idea of a mantra and the idea of a prayer and bring them all together into a spiritual communion of oneness where everyone that I was speaking with could go, oh, that makes sense. So what I decided to do was to write a talk called mm -hmm. Meditation is the Story of Human Life. Well, of course, initially, just on the title alone, I got a few chuckles. And this ought to be rich. What is she talking about? She's going to try to talk us into doing meditation. Well, of course, I'm going to try to talk you into doing meditation, but I'm going to present it in a way where you have the power of choice, because my job is to motivate you to choose to do meditation. So by the time I finished the talk, I had their attention and then we got into a discussion on the fact that meditation is really an instrument of universal healing. That's another example of how you take different religions, different cultures. Another one is the triangle. Just talk about a triangle in very practical terms. Look inside your kitchens. And most of your kitchens, you will see a working triangle between the stove, the refrigerator, and the sink. Now, a non-tangible example, look inside your relationships. Everything in the world is relationships. So therefore, there's I, there's you, and then there's the we. The we is a living entity, just like the I and the you. There's a triangle. Look at all the world's major religions. Every single major religion on planet Earth believes in a holy trinity. Do some research. Put it all together. You have a wonderful talk about the triangle. 
did I answer the question? <laughs> <laughs> I think so. Eleni is thanking you in the chat. Um, there's there's a quick one from Stacey Harper, who is actually asking, how do I join into this meeting? So they want to actually join the meeting. So um, what would you, what, what's your suggestion? Join into which meeting? Well, I think she means one of your meetings. Um, Although oh, okay, um, the there's two different groups, the seniors group and the executive directors group. The seniors group is open to anyone who cares to be a part of that. That's the group that we have on hiatus that we want to put physically back in the center where we can all meet in the room and hopefully in by early June. The executive directors group, that group is strictly for executive directors in Fairfield County. Sure. Mm -hmm. Because that way they have a freedom. I mean, we've had conversations about how to promote goodwill with staff members. So that's not a conversation we could have Yep. If there was anyone other than the EDs present in, in. Yeah, of course. So I think maybe, maybe Stacey, one could turn the question around and say, how do you join into that, into a meeting in your locale? That I think that's what Jenny's really asking, isn't it? She's asking you to think about what could you do where you are? Um, yes. And Stacy, I'll be very hap happy to help you set up a world goodwill group. There you, go. you are. there you go. She said, she said it. we've got it on document, got, got you documented, Jenny. If you want to become a, a, a goodwill trainer, <laughs> here you go. Um, uh, uh, Deborah McClafferty um, has said, I participated in dare to lead workshops based on the work of Brene Brown which offers opportunities to translate what we perceive as communication or personal roadblocks into opportunities. I was struck, again, by your imagining statement about where people doing right is universally understood as more meaningful than the antiquated notion of being right. This shifts the power and focus from individual to group perspective. Thank you so much, Jenny. Um, That's very kind. Um, and as I said, Alina, thank you for all the examples. Um, Rita Lowry says, the flexibility of expression, the translator of the heart. Ginny, your expression is an inspiration. Um, so I think we're more or less finished. We're actually run over slightly, but it's not surprising because of your or your your overflowing enthusiasm, Jenny, which I think is, is beautifully conveyed in the, in the talk and in, in the discussion. I thought it was wonderful. Um, Can I just add for anyone sure. that, like John or Stacy, that seriously is thinking about a group, may I just add one, one more example? Sure. Okay. And I'll try to be quick oh my god i didn't realize what time it was dominic i'm sorry um here's an example of how to approach the basic concept of everything in the universe is energy and energy follows all thought 
how do you step that down in such a way to make it easy for a person? Well, what I came up with was I created an interactive game with everyone member in the group using stick figures where and different colored pencils and markers where you can identify this thought, this emoting energy, this feeling, this emoting energy. And then whether they're positive or negative, think of things like that, that pull the group together and create an integrity, a framework for the group, for the group where everyone feels a part of it, but yet you're presenting ideas that are foreign to them. So you're trying to spark their curiosity. It's all about translation and humor. And curiosity. Curiosity is a good word. Um, I, I just noticed Stacy says she, she wants to get in touch with you. So maybe um, perhaps Stacy, you could email New York headquarters and maybe they could put you in touch. Would that be okay, Jenny? Sure. Email okay. Kathy in New York. She has my email. Right. Okay. Um, I, I think at this point, Jenny, we're going to we're going to uh, say thank you so much for this lovely thank presentation, you, everyone. And uh, also, um, I think Michael has a few words that he wants to say uh, at the end. Uh, so I'm going to pass it back to Michael. Thank you again. Can't hear you, Michael. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, Dominic. So I was just saying thank you, Jenny and Dominic, so much for that wonderful discussion. Before we close, I just wanted to uh, just announce a, a few upcoming meetings that are taking place uh, this month or later this in April, actually, before our next meeting. The 24th and 25th of April is the um, Arcane School Conferences in New York. More information about these can be found at www.lucistrust.org backslash conference. That will be followed um, on Monday the 26th by the Festival of Waysac, which is the great uh, festival of illumination. There will be a full moon meeting at 1.30 p.m. Eastern, Eastern Daylight Time, which is uh, 6.30 British Summer Time. More information can also be found on the Lucis Trust website. Two days after that will be the next meeting of this webinar on April the 28th. So now let us just conclude with a um, moment of silence as we link up with the worldwide group. Thank you. See you all next time.